On the Screen Podcast, episode number 513, Doctor Who Edition. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of On the Screen with Cliff and Stephanie. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We're here to give our reactions to two of the most recent episodes of Doctor Who aired here in the United States, Rebel Flesh and Almost People. The single worst episodes of Doctor Who in all history. Wow. In all history. Okay, maybe there might have been a whole uh, Sylvester McCoy or Colin uh, Baker episode back in the day that that weren't all that great. All right. But I think I probably would have... Well, okay, now I'm going to say it. I think I would have rather watched the green spray painted bubble wrap people episode, you know, (laughs) from a long, long time ago. I did not like these. I didn't. First off, in the first episode... It was like halfway through before I even knew what was going on. Yes, it was kind of confusing. Or who was who and, you know, and we were watching it with our kids. So as soon as we figured out what was going on, Megan got up and she pressed she pressed pause so that we could explain to her what was going on. Yep. And um, so it was very And at that confusing. point, we still weren't quite yeah, completely we sure. Yeah, we really weren't sure still. And the... Multi-face people were just disgusting. <laughs> you know, okay, here's the thing. The weeping angels creep me out. Yeah. These people creeped me out more. Yeah? Yes. <laughs> I would rather watch the weeping angels. I, I wouldn't say that I was creeped out at all by this, but I, I can... T- what? Yes, you were. That's what you said. You're like, this is creepy. This is... No, well, I, I mean, it was, I, I mean, it was like, cre- it was a creepy okay. story, right. but it didn't creep me out. I All mean, right. I wasn't like, oh, I'm, you know, I, I don't want to watch this because I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight, kind of deal. Uh, what I'm saying is that um, I found the the at least especially the first episode, um, Rebel Flesh, mm-hmm. it did not draw me in. It didn't at all. No. I. But I mean, you know what? I think looking back, even from the very beginning, it's evident that. It was a sec that that there would be a second. Episode. Yeah, it was a it setup was, for a for a continuation. Yeah, it was uh, to be continued, but not only to be continued once, but to be continued twice. Yes. So to you, be continued twice. Yes, indeed. Right. So, um, you know, here, here's the situation. I I really don't have a lot to say about the first episode. I don't. It you know there's acid. It didn't make there's, sense. There's there's people having doppelgangers. You know, I will say this though. I do want to say that because of my lost podcast theory days, I knew exactly what a ganger was. Okay. Did you? No. You don't remember talking about doppelgangers? No. When Walt not would, a clue. Yeah, doppelgangers. Uh, it was a we we had talked about this. Um, I'm sure we probably did. I probably people, slept through those too. Well, it's a it's a whole principle of where people have you know doubles or something like yeah. that. And uh, you know, there, Walt was showing up in kind of like in he right, was all wet right. and stuff like that. And the question was, you know, was this Walt's doppelganger or something? Okay, I, mean, I do not remember those conversations yeah, at all. Those I mean, I remember days. Walt showing up. What, but. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't know. 
what yeah i had no clue so that didn't really work for me all right well anyway and of course it had the one thing that it reminded me reminded me of was um Oh, the movie we saw not too long ago, the one where they get in this in a machine just like this and it's not Avatar, by the way. It, mm-hmm. it was an Avatar, although it's a it's got a little bit of a Avatar kind of feel. But more the um come on, Stephanie, you surrogates. Okay. Do you, we saw surrogates together. I think I slept through it on the couch. Yeah, yeah, I was like in and out of that one. But it, it's very much like <laughs> surrogates, where you have this, you know, body that's kind of like it doesn't matter if it gets destroyed. Mm-hmm. If it gets destroyed, you, you, you come out of the machine and mm-hmm. you're you're fine. And it, and the it Matrix. was, a, but that was a that was a whole deal where. Um, people were like afraid to leave their houses kind of, right, you know, right. I don't, don't want to go out and I don't want to get sick. Well, it was kind of the same thing. There was this acid that was killing the humans. So they created these, you know, what are they called? Gangers? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. With, with the flesh. And when that died, they, you know, when that got melted by acid, they created another one. Yeah. It, well, and, and, and the storytelling, it just wasn't what I'm used to watching in Doctor Who. It, did, it didn't seem in line with everything else. Well, it's almost like they had to do this whole episode with well, these whole two episodes to introduce the flesh to, I mean, and then they created the whole, you know, um, was, was it a meteor shower? Is that what was, what was coming towards? I can't remember. I mean, neither anyway. Um, but they created this whole scenario to introduce the flesh Mm-hmm. To continue the story in what should air Saturday, right? Which right. Uh, we're going to learn all kinds of interesting things. All kinds of interesting things. I'll tell you the, for the second. Ep- what was the se- the almost people? Almost people was a decent episode. I, it was I, better. Kind of started. Yeah. I mean, yes, you had to have Rebel Flesh to really enjoy or to get any enjoyment out of almost people, right? And and that was it was it was a bearable episode. It, it at least ca- that one captured my attention, but still wasn't like a Doctor Who episode like I like other than there were several instances where it did have the Doctor Who feel like, for example, which one are we talking about right now? What? The second one. OK. OK. The, the almost people. OK. Favorite. There were there are two or three highlights in this in this episode that I loved. It was um, the fact that. Amelia, Amy Pond, was giving the flesh Doctor Who a hard time. And she knew that it was him because, you know, obviously because of the shoes. shoes. Mm-hmm. But the doctor and his ganger d- had switched shoes. And I loved that. Did you not see that coming? No, I didn't because okay. I don't get those things ahead of time like Here's you do. The thing. Now tell me how you are so much better at watching TV and predicting it than I am. That's I'm just saying how I caught on to something. I know you did, but tell me how you caught on. Okay. The doctor mm-hmm. said to the Himse- ganger, yeah. to himself, um, they both won't trust both of us. Yes. Okay. So we're going to have to do something. So we're going to have to do something. So... The doctor knew which one Rory would trust and in turn knew that the flesh Amy, the ganger Amy, would trust, would be more trustworthy of the ganger doctor. Does that make sense? I guess. I mean, anyway, it it makes sense (laughs) in my head. I know it does. But but I think he did that because Rory would have been more questioning of the doctor 
Does that make... I don't know. If, anyway, it makes sense in my head. I just can't get it to come out. Well, but that, he did. He said to himself, he said, they both won't trust both of us. Mm-hmm. And so in that, I knew that the one that he had to prove his trust to was, was Rory. Oh, it was Rory. Okay. I did. Uh, yeah, that was lost on me. Okay. Not you, but just that right. whole scenario. I, but anyway, I, that's I knew, what I chose to buy into. Okay, well that's cool, and 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 I love that they switch shoes, and that yeah. all this time she's like, listen, I I could care less for you, I could care less for you, and she's actually talking to the real doctor the whole time. I, I loved that, and of course, I love when she apologized later. Yes, and they they really were one in the same. She said, and so yeah. I liked that. Part. What's up with him leaving behind a sonic screwdriver? Hello, right? Doesn't that ganger have his own? Seriously. Anyway, I guess it can't create that. I, I mean, it wouldn't have been able to I create guess not, that. But it can create the metal for the shoelace holes and stuff like that in his shoes. Uh, zipper. Just mm. saying. Just saying. Yeah. Anyway, but um, I you know it was it was a better episode, and of course, I my fa- another ha- highlight favorite part. Okay. Oh wait, you know what? The first episode did have something awesome, and if you'll give me one second, I'll pause and I'll. I'll bring it up here. Actually, I don't even have to pause because okay. my iTunes is already open. True. And uh, I will share with you another thing. I, I, I totally forgot about this because this was so in the uh, in the episode. It was this. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right. Was that in the first one? It was. It was it the was? first one. Okay. It was before they landed. Yep. Supermassive black hole by Muse. This is the first time I've ever really heard. I, I, it may have been in there before, but it was the first time I've heard music being played in the TARDIS. <laughs> right. I did, but a uh, great song. This is, of course, the Muse. Um, no, it's just Muse. I, I'm sorry, <laughs> but it, for me, it's the Muse. Who cares? Anyway. They do. All right, but anyway, I love this song, and um, I first heard about this because of Twilight, and it's on the Twilight soundtrack, and I absolutely love it, and I listen to it probably at least five, six times a week because I listen to the whole soundtracks of all the Twilight movies. I love them. Yeah. So so I did like that out of um, one. Now, the reason I brought that up is because in, I think it was in the Almost People, was that, no, it was actually, that was in the first one too, I think. Where he was doing the body scan, and we got to see the close up on the body scan. Oh yes, and that's where he, it, it says, you know, is looking for maternity, whether she yeah. was pregnant or not, mm-hmm. and it was positive or negative. And didn't I not? Did I? I called that one. You did. I called that one ahead of time, and I'm just gonna say I knew that for some reason, you know, she's either pregnant or not. And of course, I thought it was because you know she's either going to tell the doctor or she's not going to tell the doctor, and it's going to change the past or the future. Depending on what she decided, of course. Now we learn at the end, which was a good payoff, and then all of a sudden I can say, okay, if I look at all three of these episodes together, of course I haven't seen the third yet, but I just imagine that seeing the third episode is going to be a massive payoff. And when you, if you were to watch all three episodes back to back, finding out, you know, the whole backstory. Matter of fact, especially once you watch the third episode, I'm thinking that if you go back. And watch this entire season for the beginning. It's kind of like a story. And then all of a sudden, the flesh just right. makes so much sense. Right. Right. I would agree with that. But it I just mean, it just was lost on me first time through. It was. I agree. 
So we Did learned we? that that Amy is not Amy. Amy is not Amy. Amy? Amy's been, she was abducted quite a while ago. Yeah. So who's uh, Rory been hanging out with? Seriously, poor Rory. No <laughs> doubt. That's the first thing that I thought. Oh, man. So anyway, we have some audio feedback. That, that's pretty much hey, all I have. Did you want to say something? Um, just one more thing was that that um, Rory truly does trust the doctor, though, because when he told him to step away from Amy. Yeah, he denied it or you're not denied. He refused a few times, but he was when he was persistent. <clears throat> yep. Step away from her. He did. So he trusts him. Yes, that's all. Yep. Very good. All right. So let's go with, uh, let's see here. Who is the first caller? This is Daniel. Is that right? Daniel? Anyway, let's play it and see. Hi, Cliff and Stephanie. This is oh, Daniel, Daniel from St. Louis. I'm calling for the Doctor Who fan podcast. Actually, I was listening to your view of The Curse of the Black Spots, and I'm pretty sure that one of the things you guys were saying was that the, the woman with the eye patch who looks through the solid objects at Amy in various episodes he thought it was Dr. River Song and that she was being scattered through the episodes akin to how, um, oh, Rose, uh, how Rose Tyler had been scattered through the episodes during Donna's time. And, and you would use snippets of her in various places. Well, that, that struck me as kind of odd, and I went and looked it up. And I want to let you know that uh, the eye patch lady, excuse me, the eye patch lady is being uh, credited as Frances Barber, uh, not as the lady who plays Dr. River Song. And so I don't think she's meant to be the same character. I just want to pass that along and uh, say that I love listening to you guys talk about Doctor Who. I'm a huge fan and uh, look forward to hearing about the episode following the black spot because that was awesome and I can't wait to hear you talk about it. Thanks. Bye. All right. The episode after the black spot, is that the one we're talking about? I have no idea. All right. I'll, ta- I'll tell you real quick. Let's uh, go back to my TV episodes in iTunes. I don't, I don't know. I, TV shows. I don't remember the... Curse um, of the Black Spot is uh, right here. And then there's a bunch of prequel... And then The Doctor's Wife. Yes. That so, was a fantastic Yes, and so episode. he's already heard that by now, I'm sure. Okay. And I agree. That was an awesome episode. It was. All right. Our kids are still walking around talking about sexy. Yes, yes. <laughs> sexy is is has been introduced as normal daily. It is. Uh, it's everyday Doctor Who talk in our house. Exactly. Um, we went to the kids and I went to my grandma's house um on Tuesday for for a visit. And um when we were leaving, they called Nanny's house the TARDIS. Because, well, actually, they referred to Nanny's house as sexy because it's bigger on the inside yes. and it appears on the outside. Nice. And so it's just, it's everyday talk in our house. Um, you know, that reminds me real quick, a couple, if we can make a couple announcements here. The fact that Daniel called in, I want to let people know, uh, we're going to get to meet Daniel face to face for the first time. Uh, and it's going to be cool. awesome. He's coming to our July gspn.tv community meetup. Which, by June. the way, uh, yes, June <laughs> meetup. And we want to invite people to come and join us. Uh, it's uh, going to be the weekend of the 17th through the 19th. As we're recording this on June 9th, uh, it's only eight days away. So sorry for the late announcement for you guys. But uh, anyway, we want to invite you to come if you can. It is go to gspncommunity.com. There's a banner at the top hand, top of the page, at least on until that weekend. Uh, and you can uh, click there for RSVP and you can also click there. Uh, there's a link for discussion about the things we're talking about as far as setting up for the meeting and our meetup. And it's a whole weekend, uh, Friday night, Saturday and Sunday morning. 
uh, and we would love to uh, have you come meet with us. And there's going to be about somewhere between 20 and 30 people. Awesome. So it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a great time and hope to see you guys there. Real quick, uh, speaking of gspncommunity.com, I want to have you go there. And if you haven't registered already, what are you waiting for? Seriously, come on, folks. Head over to gspncommunity.com and and join the community. Uh, click through to the TV groups. And then uh, in the TV and movies group that we have, uh, we have uh, a post by uh, Jeff Gentry, our uh, site administrator. And he put in this thing for Doctor Who Apparel, and it's a Cafe Press store. It's uh, shop.cafepress.com slash doctor. It's, it, actually, it's dr period dash who. All right. And, of course, there's a link to this in our, um, in a, in our gspncommunity.com site. But uh, check this out. Um, there's a cute doctor. There's, there's some Doctor Who sh- um, sh- T-shirts here. Uh, they got TARDIS iPhone covers. They have one for the iPhone 3GS. They have one uh, down here for iPhone 4 cases. Uh, d- so just different TARDIS iPhone cases. Awesome. Which I think is really cool. They have Doctor Who um, uh, journals. And it says, shh, spoilers journal. Uh, and they, and then there is my, uh, they've got a bumper sticker. It says, my other car is the TARDIS. All right. And I love this one t-shirt down here at the bottom and it might be on another page but it says bigger on the inside and i love it i mean and there's just some really really great products on here and i think you guys should check it out um again just head over to gspncommunity.com click through to the tv and movie group and then uh look for the doctor who apparel uh link that jeff gentry put in there um, and since we're talking about this, I just want to let people know if you want to support the content and community of GSPN, anytime you're on our site, gspncommunity.com or gspn.tv, look for that little um, Amazon button on the right hand side of our page. Actually, you've corrected me many times and told me it's not a button. It's a search box. Well, it's now both because the search box okay. is automatically hidden for people who use certain browsers that have Adblock Plus ah, built in. Okay, and so why didn't you ever can explain just, that all to me? I'm sorry, You're but so mean. I, I know. But now there is the click search the button. If, yeah, don't, click the button. Don't click the button. The button is bad. That's a less reference. But anyway, um, so click the button. It is good uh, because if you're going to buy something from Amazon, just come to our site first. Click on the Amazon link and then add stuff to your Amazon cart. And when you check out, we get a commission. It's totally awesome. And uh, great way to support the content community of gspn.tv. Anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, meetup. And then what was the other thing? Actually, that was the other thing. And so now we're ready to go on to Richard unless you have something else to say. No, please go on to Richard. Richard Emblem, great longtime friend and listener. Uh, He has some thoughts on Doctor Who. Hi, Cliff. It's Richard Emblem calling from England in response to your comment last week uh, about Doctor Who. Uh, have just finished watching uh, the latest episode, which is uh, episode six of series six, um, the second part of the two-parter, five and six. Um, and I was very frustrated at the end of six to hear that this was to be continued further. Um, and in fact, the whole series seems to have been uh, linked and uh, and connected. Um, but that will reveal itself to you at the end. Um, I thought that the, the whole thing was a bit too confusing with uh, uh, two doctors and two of everybody. The doppelgangers all the way through. Um, and uh, I think it's just 
too dark. It's not a children's program at all anymore, but uh, it's still pretty enjoyable. And uh, I hope uh, you and Stephanie will enjoy it when you see it tomorrow. Bye for now. Richard, thank you so much. Stephanie, what do you uh, think? I, I, I agree with him. It, it was all too confusing. It was way darker than what it normally is. And um, it, our kids and left. There was... Yeah, Megan didn't make. I don't think she stayed around for I, I the think whole thing. Th- throughout the two episodes, she was in and out. Yeah, it, it yeah. was pretty much it was you and I watching it. But um, but yeah, I I absolutely agree with him. Too many people. <laughs> there was like because everybody have a, a doppelganger. There was double the the you know cast that it, would normally be there, and it 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 was still. And I agree with Richard though. He says it was somewhat enjoyable. Somewhat. Somewhat enjoyable. It wasn't a total waste of time and and stuff like that. I, I don't know that first episode. <laughs> well, it, and 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 I agree. I'm totally frustrated that it it's continuing a third time. Mm-hmm. I do I do have faith in the writers and producers of the show and believe that it's going to be. In, in my opinion, the first episode is like the I think it was season five finale. Season five finale was a three part finale. It was. And and the intent of the producers was to actually let that thing roll from beginning to end. But they couldn't get that the network to go with that. So they showed part You're one of Lost. Th- yeah, of Lost uh season five. Uh <laughs> I knew to- I, I knew exactly like what you were talking about. Everybody in the world know what I talked about. You better, you know, explain. You're talking yeah. about season five finale of Lost. Yep. They aired one hour of what was to, intended to be a three-hour episode? Yes. Um, back to back, they they did one hour the week before, the and finale. then did the two-hour finale. And that one and that hour first, was it was terrible it was atrocious. It, it was horrible. It was it was it was it was for lost every single thing that I just said about this first yep. episode. But when you watch the story as a whole, as it was intended to be watched, it, it made sense. And, and that's what I'm hoping for these folks. So, yep. but Richard, we totally agree with you. And man, can I just say how awesome, I, <clears throat> how awesome it was to hear Richard's voice again. Right. You know, I, I think over the last uh, five and a half years that I've known Richard, um, or it might just be five, but I'm pretty sure it's been five and a half. But over all of these years, I think I've only heard Richard's voice maybe about four or five times. And so, Richard, it is always a true pleasure and joy to actually hear your voice. I think that's the first time I've ever heard his voice. Really? Yeah. I do want to say it was a huge honor um, uh, probably about two years ago when when Richard he, he contracted called, yeah. me to help him with some... Uh, some issues on his computer and we hooked up via go to meeting and right and stuff like that. That was fun. Yeah. No, I think that that's the first time. Yep. Anyway, maybe, maybe we could, uh, twist Richard's arm to, uh, to, uh, maybe, uh, call in more. Maybe. Maybe. Hmm, just saying, uh, sure makes our lives more enjoyable. It does. And, and I, and I just want to say this and I know Richard doesn't ever want to say this, but man, Richard has been an amazing, supporter of gspn in yes. big ways yep. and and somebody we appreciate very much absolutely all right one more piece of audio feedback and this daniel again i wait a second where is doug in atlanta I don't i'm gonna know. click this because we've been i've gotten some feedback from doug oh, so you have? yeah okay. i'm pretty sure i say it's been a few few weeks because we had did we play Doug in Atlanta in the last episode? I think so then maybe we did already and, take care of it and then and so we watched an episode and Recorded the first episode of this three-parter got put off because you were in New York and then yep. we had a crazy busy weekend when you got back and then we had a hiatus week here in the States 
And so yeah. it, it's been a few weeks since we've no. recorded. So no, I, I've got it. It, it. I just forgot that I have okay. some unprocessed emails here. Okay. So check that out. I, I do have another one. So I will pull that up separately. All right. And I wonder if, uh, let's see, all of those other things. I'm glad I remembered. Uh, let's see if this is what this is real quick. Uh, I'll tell you what, I should pause. Hold on, let me pause. All right, so good. I, I'm glad that I, I, I remembered to look into that folder because if I had not, I would have been right. feeling really bad. Okay. All right. So anyway, we are going to play Doug in Atlanta, but let's go ahead and let Daniel go with another f- piece of feedback. Hi, Cliff Stephanie. This is Daniel from St. Louis, and I'm calling for the Doctor Who fan podcast. I'm actually calling in response to your recent review of The Doctor's Wife. And uh, I wanted to correct Cliff, actually. He was talking about the, uh, the alternate TARDIS control room where um, we, saw the, uh, we saw the whole gang in before the, uh, the house jettisoned it and they had to reappear in the regular control room. Uh, what, that is, what that is, actually, that's the previous control room. Um, it, it's, been, it's been stored away in the memory of the TARDIS. It doesn't actually exist which is what uh, the TARDIS herself was saying earlier in the episode. She said that, you know, when the doctor thinks that she simply, you know, changes the control room itself, what she actually does is backs it up and creates a new one. And she makes she has some sort of a line along the lines of, like, she has something like 30 control rooms stored away. The doctor says, well, he's only changed it 17 times. And, she's, and, and her response indicates the fact that she sees all of time forward and backwards. And so she has all of them archived, even the ones that it has not changed to yet. And so what you're seeing is, in that scene is Christopher Eccleston and David Tennant's control room in there. They've actually kept the set uh, ever since two seasons ago. Um, if you watch the Doctor Who Confidential episode, it shows how the actresses, uh, the actors who play um, Amy and Rory have walked past that set every day for the last year and a half and wondered why that TARDIS set, why the control room set was still standing uh, since they don't use that TARDIS anymore, and, and they said this was, this was the answer. Anyway, I love listening to your episodes because I don't have very many friends who, who watch Doctor Who with me. And so it makes me happy to, to know that I have somebody out, somebody out there who is. Uh, I look forward to you reviewing about uh, The Almost People, the two-parter. And I know you weren't looking forward to that, but uh, the end of it really should, uh, should prompt some discussion. Uh, I look forward to that, and thanks for taking my call. Bye. All right, Daniel, thank you very much. And I did not know that about the TARDIS. I should have That's listened a little closer. That's because she's smart and sexy. <laughs> she is smart and sexy, and I totally... Uh, must have zoned out during that conversation yeah. of of backing well, up and stuff. I missed it too. So, but that's that's awesome. Now, but the thing is, I do remember an episode a long time ago where there was like this extra control room, and I wonder if even back then that was, it was the, the case. Same, right. It was the same right. circumstance. Cool. Uh, but man, that makes me want to go back to that old, old, old episode and and see if there was some kind of hint to that there. Wow, I love this show. It's fun. All right, so Doug in Atlanta. Uh, let's let's wrap things up with Doug in Atlanta. Um, right. I'm going to have to double click on him and uh, play it from QuickTime. Here we go. Cliff, Stephanie, Doug in Atlanta. I have a um, a comment about uh, the Doctor Who episode "Curse of the Black Spot" that you covered on on the screen recently. Um, the lady who shows up behind the little sliding door, virtual sliding door, or the sliding door that's not really there, that uh, only Amy saw on the ship, she had that little, like, uh, pirate patch, or, you know, like a little silver eye patch over one eye. I don't think that was River's song. I think if you do a freeze frame, it's, I'm pretty sure it's somebody else. Possibly somebody we've not met yet. But uh, we have also already seen her in the first, which of the two uh, episodes it 
but when Amy is going into the uh, the orphanage, I believe it was, and she wa- just before she walks into the uh, room that is decorated with pictures of uh, she and a baby, just before she goes in, that little virtual sliding door opens up, and you see that woman again. And I forget what she says exactly, but that's yeah, like like Rose was in that one ep- one uh, season with David Tennant. That it's going to pay off at the end, but I don't. I, I don't think it's Ripper's song. I think, like I said, I think it's somebody else that we haven't met just yet. Anyway, uh, so that may be the uh, the, the thing that's uh, kind of tying all these shows together, all the episodes together through the end of the season. Thanks a lot. I think we've right. played that before. Have we played it before? I think so. All right. Well, I apologize for playing it again. If not. I think you. I've just heard it, it so many I, other times. I think you had heard it, but anyway, it, it, so it, it was came that in a Doug couple. or Darth Vader? Why? Oh, that you know, <laughs> D- you know, Doug has a problem with uh, sometimes in his TARDIS, he he gets stuck into a time and space vortex, and I'm and it really sucks it was away. Just funny. <laughs> I need to just explain that it's after ten o'clock, and so like everything's funny to me right now. Gotcha. Well, anyway, folks, thank you for tuning in to another episode of On the Screen with Cliff and Stephanie. And I uh, just want to say again, thank you for supporting our content uh, using the Amazon shop and support button on our sites. And also, of course, um, the number one way to support our community is uh, becoming a GSPN.TV Plus member over at GSPN.TV slash plus. Of course, you can now uh, do that by just making a one-time contribution of any amount, anytime you like. Head over to gspn.tv slash plus. And of course, we will be back more. I am looking forward to next week. I've been told to avoid all Twitter people from the UK because they may possibly um, give you a spoiler as to the true identity of Dr. River Song. Right. So I have been avoiding all Doctor Who talk. We're almost there. We are almost there. It's not even next week. It's only like... Three days away. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, what, Thursday today? Yeah. So, yeah, we should get it Sunday. Yeah. I'm so excited. And that's going to be the finale of part, the first part of the season. Yes, it is. So, uh, very excited. We will record an episode related to that and get it out to you guys. Of course, we want to invite you to join us over at the Hunger Games Fan Podcast. Again, that's HungerGamesPodcast.com. If you haven't started reading the Hunger Games, my friends, you are missing out. There is no questions asked. You are missing out in a very big way. If you get a, if you have a Kindle, if you have a Kindle app on your Mac or your PC, or you have the Kindle app on your iPhone or your iPad, it's $5 in the Kindle store. Folks, go get the Hunger Games and don't be left behind because this is an amazing story. Father Roderick Von Hogan, I don't know if you know this, but he read all he read the second and the third book like straight through, just like you did. Anyway, folks, so thank you for tuning in. Hunger Games fan or HungerGamesPodcast.com and uh, all of our other stuff is over at gspn.tv. For those of you who are coming into town for our gspn.tv community meetup, we look forward to hanging out with you. Uh, again, details over at gspn community. And until next time, we encourage you to join Join the the community. community.